Hello and welcome to the Underwater Sunshine Podcast. I am your host, Adam Duritz. He is your host, James Campion. The very one, the very one. So, <laughs> uh, ten, seven podcasts ago, we did a podcast called Girl Geniuses. And in that podcast, along with a number of other bands, we played Sunflower Bean. We played a lot of stuff off their record, 22 and Blue. We played one song off their EP, King of the Dudes. The rest of the EP didn't come out until uh, about a week or two ago, and uh, I just got it. It's killer. So I want to play some stuff off there today. We're going to play some new music today and some music by bands that are playing the, uh, the Underwater Sunshine Festival, bands we love to play the Underwater Sunshine Festival, but I want to start off with this band because I saw them play last year over in Brooklyn and they were at Warsaw, and they were unreal and i've been following them ever since i'm obsessed with this band uh they're fronted by this incredible bass player singer julia cumming their guitar player nick kivlin is out of this world i described him in our in the other podcast as like the bizarre love child of james honeyman scott of the pretenders uh and uh peter buck of rem yeah you did they're absolutely killer this is the title song off their new ep king of the dudes King of the Dudes is the thing, it came out because uh, I think Nick or the drummer, they were playing all these festivals the last year or so, and there'd be all these guys hanging around, acting cool backstage, guys in bands, and then Julia would show up and just be completely badass. And they started joking that she outcooled all the cool guys, and they just started calling her because King of the Dudes. And she's the king of the dudes, and she, and her thing was like, well, I guess after at first it really bugged me. I'd like stop calling me that; it's incredibly annoying. And then she's like, well, why shouldn't I take ownership? Why can't a girl be king? Nowadays, the world's changed. Why can't a girl be king? And so they named this EP "King of the Dudes." Nice. And uh, because they were, I guess when they were first started recording it and joking around about it, the producer also said, "You should write a song called King of the Dudes' because that's who you are, anyways." And uh, so they did. And this is that song, the title song. It just came out a week or two ago. Uh, I think it came out January 24th, something like that. This is uh, Sunflower Bean. The great, the rising, the awesome Sunflower Bean. This is King of the Dudes.
That could be that could be like the the theme song to any of the twenty women running for president in twenty twenty. I think the first line that should be on anyone's speech is, "Did I just walk in in some circle jerk shit?" Like I knew I would, you know. Like I knew I would. How about her calling out uh, Nirvana on Aqua Sea from Shame from All Apologies? I didn't, I was wondering what that was. Yeah, because I was because you look at the lyrics of that, and he goes Aqua Sea from Shame from that song, and it means nothing. But I love it. No, no, it doesn't mean nothing. That's usually it's a. It's a uh, what is that? It's hell a is guitar that? color. Well, seafoam green is a guitar color. I, I wonder if it has something to do with that. I remember going to Immer once and saying, like, what is that color on your guitar? Is it, like, avocado? And he's like, or, like, is that is that turquoise? And he's like, seafoam green. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Well, what's the shame in that? I don't know, but I, I assume it has something to do with uh, guitars. Because uh, oh, I just think of that as being a guitar color now. Can I just say, though, speaking of guitars, I mean, how does this band in this day and age, I'm always, I always marvel at it because you live long enough like myself. And you start to see people recycling, thank goodness, the real greatness of certain genres or sounds. Or, I mean, that, that sounds like what Blondie sounded like in 1978. That sounds like the but first Talking by, Heads record. It sounds like... Fronted by Bjork mixed with Joan Jett. It's totally yes. fucking... Ro- it rocks or in Runaways. a different way. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Or, yeah, or Sherry Curry from Runaways. It's a gr- I love this band. I love his guitar playing. It, it it it's just it's so direct and there's there's just not a lot in there. It's like it's they're a trio. There's occasionally a little bit of overdubs, but like you know, I, when I saw them, they were playing as a quartet. But it's not you know, it's not like us. It's not a seven piece band. You know, like they're just drilling it too. That's a great song. Yeah, and it like, really is. But I do I agree with you. I love that that one verse. Did I just walk in on some circle jerk shit? Like I knew I would. <laughs> like what? Like the, the, I love the suggestion there is that. You want men to run the world in some ways because you're more capable. Well, why is it that we always, whenever we walk in on you on your own, you're doing some circle jerk shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you want to rule the world, but that's men behind the scenes. You know, like, her thing is like, I could do this. Yeah. I love the ballsiness of that, of like her statement. The, the, I want to play a song we actually played in that other podcast. I want to play it again because it's the first single off this thing. And, uh, it's another song kind of like declaring her brass, you know? Yeah, it's the kicking the door down stuff. You know, I'm. it's like, the song is called Come For Me. It could be, yeah, yeah I'm hard for you, baby. Do you really want to come for me? It exactly. could be sexual. But I also think it's loud. You want to come for me? Come for this? I will kick your ass. You know, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Bring I'm it. leaning towards a manly solution. You know, this time you've got too far. If you've got the balls to meet me in the alley, when I hit, I hit hard. You know, I'm looking for some hardcore destruction. Uh, later in the song, just take me to your car. I felt the jewelry of a man disillusioned as I wished upon his star. You know, do you really want to come for me? Right. You know, I got all night. And back in the 70s, that would have been considered writing like a man. That would be a male. That's why the Runaways, as you've mentioned many times on this podcast, that the danger in that. Uh, later on, the, the, the danger in that kind of Patti Smith, uh, later on, as you mentioned, Bjork, Sinead O'Connor, uh, this challenging, uh, using normally patriarchal terminology back against them. Not unlike in a lot of the rappers who use the N-word. There's, there, she's taking back the things that oppress and using it against them. I, I love that. And she's taking ownership of them. She takes yeah. ownership of it. And you know what? She's also really 
great at screaming these songs in your face. You're not going to – there's no questioning that this woman is in charge right now. I, I love this band. <laughs> I love them so much. This is Nick Kivlin on guitar, Jacob Faber on drums, and Julia Cumming on bass and lead vocals. This is Sunflower being the first single from King of the Dudes, Come For Me. Taking song. It is such great rock and roll. It, it just, I found myself just like so involved, even in my breathing while it was going on, you know? 
Yeah, I mean, I've said many things about this, and that when you played it a couple of weeks ago, uh, it is a, d- a different side of the band, very pop orientated. Uh, again, it reminds me of, of say what Blondie was able to do later on with like Heart of Glass or something. The way she's singing in the high register, wonderful vocal there, and of course she they have pop sensibilities because the the you know do ya do ya do ya do ya. it's just. It's perfect for the radio. It's perfect to get in your skull. And it's perfect when you're out there and the whole crowd's going, do you, do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's got everything in it. It's anthemic. And but it's just as tough and guitar-oriented as the other song. It absolutely you know? is. It's like it just completely rocks. It does. But you could tell that there's a poppiness to that song that wasn't is not available on that other one. As pop, yeah. As, as pop, in, in the, the melody is perfect on that one. As it is good on the other one. Quirk. I mean, in the same way that Joan Jett is, but it's just, but it's rock and roll too. Right. You know, it's very much had some really punchy guitar rock right there. But that guitar, you know, the, I think I said it last time. The guitar reminds me of, uh, um, you know, Prince's very early stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that spare, that very spare, lean guitar sound. You know, yeah. I want to play one more song off the record. This is called Fear City. Uh, it's just another killer song. This, this EP just kills me. I'm so happy to finally get it. So check this one out. This is Fear City by Sunflower Bean. One more from these guys just because I, I, I got to dole it out today. <laughs> dole it out, man.
Yeah, another great rock and roll song. It's fantastic. It's got a bunch of things I hear in that, but uh, it's pure them. It's really great. They have an excellent signature sound, and uh, it is very, very uh, solid rock and roll. Yeah, it's. I, I just think it's really, really cool. I'm really happy. One of the bands we have coming back to play the festival this time is Fort Francis, and uh, they are a band that we had years ago at the Outlaw Roadshow, and I really loved them. They played several Outlaw Roadshows, uh, David McMillan being the main songwriter for them. I just think they're a great band, and I was really glad to... Uh, you know, we talked about not repeating any bands for this thing, but I, I, I felt like people are putting out new music. That's enough of a reason to have people playing. Uh, and I also feel like, you know, we're building like a, a family here in a way, a community of people that play. And like uh, the bands that play are, are as much a part of it as the people putting on the shows. And like I want the bands to come back. I want bands to come back and play again at festivals, even though like this is not they weren't at a. Underwater, Underwater Sunshine, Sunshine Festival, but you know we've known these guys for a long time, and I think they're really, really good. And they just put out some new music, uh, a new song that I want to play. It's for a new album that's going to be out this year. This just came out a few weeks ago. I know it's on Bandcamp, uh, and there's been some articles on online about it. It's, it's a really cool song. Uh, it's got some funk to it. It's got a whole bunch of stuff. Um, so check this out. This is Double Take by Fort Francis.
That's a cool sound to that record. Really cool sound. There's a, the, the, those actual horns there, like keyboard horns there. I love the way they're used there at the very they sound end. sound like horns to me. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure. Um, I want to play... I, I really love this band. I think they're very creative in their production. Uh, I was going to say, it sounds like... It was very cool. So it, the, the record sounds really cool. You know, It's like a very interesting... Uh, pull you. I mean, the song's good, you know, and I love the chorus. But it, the sound of it is really, really cool. Yeah, I wanted to play. Uh, the song of theirs has just stuck in my head forever since the first time I heard them. Uh, it's it's a song from their first, like I don't know if it's their first EP. It's called Harbor. Um, it's from a few years ago. This is what they put out right before they played the Outlaw Road Show years ago. I'm trying to think what year Harbor is. 2013. But this is a song called City by the Sea that has just stuck in my head ever since then. I, I really love this song. Uh, check it out. Somehow autumn brought me here again Temperatures and thoughts crash into skin I'll put your record on I'll put your record on Let's turn love into something we can sing
I think that the writer in me, uh, you know, gets very excited when I the, the line, uh, "Let's turn love into something we can sing." That's what he's saying there, right? I'll put your record on. I'll put your record on. Let's turn love into something we, we can, can sing. sing. I love that line. Wow, it's yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, you're a great writer. Uh, I I work my whole life. You work on a project. It's different with books and everything, or you know, essays. You work for that one line that can kind of just describe everything, and then someone hits you with that, and then just the way he sings it, the melody's so good. Wow, that is that's a spectacular song, isn't it? They gotta fucking play that song at the festival. I mean, they're 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 first. I I sent I sent you the whole album of that album just because the EP Harbor because I thought you'd like it. There's a bunch of great stuff on that record. They're they're really really talented guys. No um, shit. There's a funny story about them. That I read the other day when I was researching for this podcast. I just haven't, you know, I haven't seen them in a few years, and I, I read the story that was really kind of knocked me out. That apparently, if you, they they did this thing about five six years ago, they did a cover of "Summertime" by uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, uh-huh. uh, and just a cover. They put it out on whatever SoundCloud or God knows what, and you know, not much happened, and then. A little while later, they started getting all this interest on their, like, what as they put it, a, a, an uptick in interest on their Facebook page and on their mailing list. And then they started seeing all these things, Google searches popping up, you know, of, of their band and their names being mentioned with weird accents on their names and everything. And then they noticed that the view count on Summertime on, like, I don't know what it was, YouTube or something, uh, was climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. Like suddenly just going up and up and up and up and up. And then they noticed that all, I shouldn't say all, that a great many of the views were from computers located in Lithuania. <laughs> Which is, I know, it just, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing that happens as, as things happen to you online in a band. You're constantly watching, you know, you got Google searches for the name of your band or your personal names. You've got, you know, you're working at your counts on YouTube or on, uh, you know, MySpace a long time ago, Amazon, iTunes, sure. SoundCloud, all these things. You're always watching all these things and you're researching them, trying to figure out when things happen, why they happen. Now Instagram as well, you know, and what's happening so that you could figure out like how to market yourself, what to do. So you, you often find yourself in the middle of these detective stories where you're trying to and imagine this one, like where all of a sudden you, you've been a fairly unknown band and then the view counts on this cover of a Jazzy Jeff and Fresh Prince song, you know, Will Smith's band from back in the day. Yes. Start to go through the roof. And then you notice that they're all from Lithuania or a lot of them. <laughs> and they're thinking, like, this is just some crazy thing that's happening. And maybe it's just a weird fever dream in a way. Then they get an invite in 2015 to go play Loftusfest in Vilnius, Lithuania. And they're wondering what it's going to be like when they get there and they get uh, booked on the most popular TV talk shows and radio shows. And they're like, can this really be happening? And why is this happening? Right. And they get there and they go to play at the first thing. And there's like three or 4,000 people show up to see them at a gig in Lithuania. <laughs> and, and turns out this song just blew up over there. And there's a quote on here from one of the guys, uh, David McMillan says, uh, we had played there once before at a club called the Hi-Fi and there were about 100 people. Now there are 3,000 people. When we played the first G minor chord of Summertime, I looked at Jeff and I don't think either of us have ever worn bigger smiles. The place went insane. <laughs> you know, 
Uh, <laughs> and it's just so I was just thinking. I, I actually have never heard it, but I uh, I, I downloaded this before you came here today because I actually wanted to, and I think I'll just let's just play it. Okay, is, I, I, I their, doubt that I'm going to remember. They did it, have one record, DJ Jazzy Jeff, right? At least I one. It was huge before he became. Well, they had that uh, the parents song. Yeah, that was parents the just don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive. So, but then he was on the TV show, and that was it. They didn't have another record after that. I, don't I know. will yeah, check yeah. while we listen to this. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because I want to see if I recognize this. Because they would have been Fort Francis. All right, here we go. Summertime. <laughs> Here it is, a groove slightly transformed Just a bit of a break from the norm Just a little something to break the monotony Of all that hardcore dance That has gotten to be a little bit out of control It's cool to dance But what about the groove that soothes the move romance? Now give me a soft, subtle mix And if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it I Think of the summers of the past Adjust the bass and let the alpine blast Pop in my CD, let me run a rhyme and put your car on cruise. Lay back, cause it's the summertime. Summer, summer, summertime. Time to sit back in a while. Summer, summer, summertime. Time to sit back in a while. School is out and it's sort of a bug. Back then I didn't really know what it was But now I see what have of this The way that people respond to summer madness The weather is hot, girls are dressing less And checking out the fellas to tell them who's best Riding around in your Jeep or your Benzo Or in your Nissan sitting in Lorenzo's Back in Philly we be out in the park Place called the Plateau is where everybody go Guys out hunting and girls doing likewise Honking at the honey in front of you with the light eyes She turn around and see what you're beaming at It's like the summer's a natural aphrodisiac Now I'm gonna compose this rhyme To hit you and get you equipped for the summertime Summer, summer, summertime Summer got girls there The temperature's about 88 Hop in the water plug just for old time's sake Break to your crib, change your clothes once more Cause you're invited to a barbecue that's starting at four Sitting with your friends as y'all reminisce About the days growing up and the first person you kissed And as I think back, makes me wonder how the smell from a grill Could spark up nostalgia All the kids playing out front Little boys messing around with the girls playing double dutch While the DJ's spinning a tune As the old folks dance at your family reunion And then six o'clock rolls around You just finished wiping your car down It's time to cruise, so you head to the summertime hangout It looks like a car show Everybody come looking real fine Fresh from the barbershop, a fly from the beauty salon Every moment fronting and maxing Chilling in the car, spent all day waxing Leaning to the side, cause you can't speed through Two miles an hour, so everybody sees you There's an air of love and of happiness And this 
is a fresh prince, a new definition of summer madness. Summer, summer, summer time. Do you remember it? Yeah, I remember that too. That's that, they had about four or five albums. It says in here, like the second album has it's like eighty nine, ninety five albums. Yeah, eighty nine. They have one. They ninety. They have the one which is he's the DJ. I'm the rapper, which has parents just don't understand. And there's uh, ninety one and in this corner, and then I think ninety two is uh, home base, which has summertime on it. And then there's one more after that. Like yeah, I remember this song. But I got to say, these guys really know how to make a record because that has a great sound to it. I love the use of the uh, the drum machine claps in it, I'm assuming, because it sounds like fabricated claps. But even if they did it, they make it sound like the kind of an 80s thing. I love the groove to it. And the way he's singing that, he's incorporating the rap into a melody. And I'm, I'm, I don't remember how Will Smith sang it or if he rapped it totally, but it definitely has that. The whole thing is really cool. The groove is cool. They just make cool sounding records. I, I thoroughly agree. That's a it, that's a great cover. I, I really like that <laughs> cover actually. I was you know, I wasn't sure what to think about it, but I actually really like that cover and it actually made me remember a song I used to love. <laughs> but I, I like their version of it too. They really did get a they really get a vibe going on that, you know? Absolutely. It's very cool. So they'll be at the uh, the Underwater Sunshine Festival. They're playing on April 5th and 6th. I uh, can't remember which day they're playing, but they're playing the festival for sure. You should come check them out. The next guy we want to talk about today isn't actually playing the festival this time, but he played it last time, and he's got a new record that's going to be out by the time. I think it came out the week of this podcast. It will come out a few days before. It comes out March 3rd. Uh, he's been releasing the songs on it in, in one by one or two by two. Um, yeah, he was on the show and he told us that. Yeah, yeah, and he, he was going to do it. He only released one or two at that point. Uh, they've now, I think, all been released, but I don't think the whole record's out yet. It will be out. Um, that's because we're talking into the future right now. It's one of the things we do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it's the past. But by the time you hear this, it will be out. It'll be There's out. really no need for me to be saying this over and over <laughs> again because I keep getting confused in myself. Trust me, it's out. Uh, and we're going to play a couple songs. These are by Matt Susage, uh, also S. Mateo, E-S-M-A-T-T-E-O on Instagram and uh, uh, and uh, Twitter. Uh, but which song do you want to play first? Well, this is off a record called Thousand Dollar Dinners. Uh, as Adam mentioned, um, and I, I'm, I'm – Again, we're talking in the future. Uh, a piece of mine came out last week <laughs> on 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 Matt. Will and, come out next week. Come <laughs> came out last week. Um, and uh, we sat down to talk about it. And he's really excited about putting all these songs together in one place. I just got the vinyl. I see it's sitting on your counter. So yeah, you I just got, got it, it too. It looks ago. great. You got to get it on vinyl. Uh, I love the, the the themes to this record. I won't get into them. There are many. Uh, he's fantastic lyricist, great, uh, uh, you know, uh, writer of melodies. And Why are you moods. not getting into them at all? Well, they're 
You have unique insight. You just wrote a piece on him. Yeah. Thinking about this. Well, you can get into it here. Okay. All right. So there's a few things. Um, number one, I noticed immediately that every one of his songs have contradictions in them. They're either these wonderful stories of connecting after you break up or this idea of going out to a beach town, which we played a few podcasts ago. You go to the beach town to escape, but where do you go when the beach town lets you down? There's a song called uh, Patient Man about a very impatient man uh, in the lyric. So there's the, And he got such a kick out of that. He also said that he loves to write songs that make him laugh first, even at his own tragedies, breakup songs, like Back to Zero. He wanted to put lines in there that made him you know, chuckle a little bit. There's, there's a line in Patient Man that he said there was a friend of his who's a comedy writer that when he played it live, he saw him laughing in the back of the room, and he said, oh, I know I got it. I think the line is, um, uh, uh, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. The wheel is just fine, <laughs> which is a great line. So there's a lot of that on this record, great insights. And even the cover, which I hadn't told him when I talked to him, but I guess I'm telling him now because he listens to the podcast. He is a fan, and he was on it, that – the the cover shot of him at that Astoria Queens diner, in the diner alone through the window, uh, total Edward Hopper type thing, is a perfect example of what this is about. He's like looking over his shoulder. He's very observational of seeing how the world affects him, and I love all these songs for that. They all kind of run one into the other, and they have great little stories to them. There's two things that blew me away. First one I like to play. Well, we might as well play them in order. These um, came out as a pair. These are two songs that did come out as a pair. They did. Okay, good. Because um, and he did. He mentioned to Adam and I that he w- wished, and he was on the podcast. He said that he 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 thinks this is the way the songs should come out. They they come out so you could digest them, you can enjoy them, you can listen to them, and then. But they they do work in a full construct of a record. Um, the first one is uh, Saturn, and. It's the one true rock and roll song on the record, and I love the way he raps, kind of blues raps it. And then there's a cool change in it where he just kind of explains what he just talked about in the song. And then the next one would be um, Over My Head, which is my favorite song on the record. So uh, you have anything you'd like to say about either one of these numbers before just we Just if you them? like these, you can go right to mattsusich.com too because the, that photo that you were talking about of him through the diner window is right there on the front page of mattsusich.com. Above it, it says Matt Susich, $1,000 Dinners. You can do the vinyl pre-order or the iTunes pre-order right there. You can link to them all. It's all, all everything you need to hear this record is right there. Uh, but we want to play you a couple pieces of it right now. They came out together about a month ago, I think. But uh, what do you want to start with Saturn? This is Saturn by Matt Susich. Our pal, S. Mateo. One, two, three.
Cause it doesn't really matter none In the history of headlines Nobody cares if you get out alive Oh, that history of headlines No one cares if she's the story right That has mostly solemn <laughs> dirges. No, that's fantastic. Uh, great. You know, if you want to see uh, a really stellar performance, uh, Matt playing at Pace Studios, which is on YouTube now, oh, yeah. earlier in the month. Huh? Was that amazing? Great. So great. Uh, and he does a, a version just of him playing it on acoustic, and you really get the feel for how he structured that song. He said it was the last song he recorded. He, they went out to um, uh, Amagesset. Uh, Long Island to record uh, most of this stuff in a little beach town. I, I did some research on it. It's a cute little like uh, 17th century beach town out in the Hamptons. Amagansett? 
Yeah, yeah. Emma Gasson. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I mispronounce everything on this show. Um, and um, yeah, and, and he went out there with Mabel, his dog, and uh, piled all his stuff in his car and drove out there and, and really had a, a period. Of, he wrote a lot of these songs over a two-year period, but he said uh, this one came to him quickly, and uh, he was able to get it together for this series of songs. I think it's a great way to open the record. I love this guy. I, I've loved Matt since the first time I saw him. I've seen him with bands. I've seen him play solo. Every single time I see him, it's riveting. He's, uh, I mean, not just a great writer of songs, but a great writer of accompaniment pieces. His, his arrangements for guitar, and he's a great guitar player. Wow, is he a good guitar player. But his arrangements for guitar are so entwined in his songs. They're, they're, it's such a great... I can never do that because I don't. I don't play piano. I just. I don't write good enough pieces on the piano that someone else in the band generally does. But you know, he's just such a good writer for his accompaniment instrument as well. I, I love the way he plays. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Was it? Was it? Who was the 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 songwriter you said that you had written a song and you were like, oh damn, it was. Oh, that was Dave Godowski. Uh, Dave Godowski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, it's funny because I, I met Dave and Matt at the last Underwater Sunshine Festival. They, they both played, played yeah. it. And uh, I was standing right over there, and me and Dave talked about Warren Zevon for about an hour. Uh, and Matt actually brought Mabel to the garden sessions, was hanging out. Yeah. And, um, and I loved his last record, too. I, I talk about Montauk, that amazing uh, uh, video for it. But, uh, yeah, the, so this next song, Over My Head, I... There's a line, and there's quite a few great lines in this. I have to get my laptop, and because he sent me, <laughs> he sent me all the lyrics. I sent them to you today. He sent me all the lyrics. They're they're JPEG photographs of him, his off his typewriter. He typed all the lyrics, and he said the reason why I wanted to do that is so I can see them stacked up to get like a physical. <laughs> vision of all the songs I've written and uh, but I got such a kick out of that. So we talked about typewriters probably for like twenty minutes, but yeah, it, it's. It, it, the sentiment it is, I've often said this to people, I never ever want to be complacent, feel like I've, I've seen it all or done it all. I want to be on my deathbed and say, I still don't know what the hell's going on. And he encapsulates that so beautifully in this song. There's several lines in it that really, to use your term, knock me out. Really, honestly, I, 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 I told him I want the tab, so I want to play this song. I want to play the guitar and sing this song because that's how much – we've talked about it before. When you play a song, it, it just – you can really feel what the person put into it. But just listening to it, I was blown away. It's my favorite song on the record. I love this song, too. Did He He did play at the Garden Sessions. He did. Yeah, that's what he I did. Yeah. Um, Let's play it, then. This is Over My Head. This is such a great song. Matt Susich from Thousand Dollar Dinners. How to Cope with what you gave me They're only daydreams until they're not But now I know The facts were fiction And it was not distance that I needed at all But I wasn't over my head When I touched your arm And I never thought it would lead To anything more How this goes, it is not my business I did not ask for this beating heart But now I know The facts were mistakes And they're always mistakes until they're art But I've been in over my head Since I learned how to talk 
being over my head till death comes a calling. Tell the difference between real and pretend From the elephant in the corner The creak in the floorboards of the ATM But I was in over my head before I walked through the door And I shouldn't even be in this room anymore Lately I have been Surrounded by friends And so long I had to go To California To realize I did not want to come home But I'll be in over my head Whether I'm here or not Chasing a new life A morning lost Wasting my time trying to read with the radio on So I'll just pretend like I never said nothing at all Yeah, I, I wrote down the, the, the line that really killed. There's a few things when he talks about trying to read with the radio on. The facts are mistakes, and there'll be mistakes until they're art. It's so good. Wait, say it again. The facts are mistakes, and there'll be mistakes until they're art? Yes. That's a great line. I know. There's like a million of them on this record. Anyway, I just wanted the shout out, and I know Matt would want me to. Uh, he recorded this record in Long Island with Kiyoshi Matsuyama. And I apologize, Kiyoshi, if I butchered that. And um, and his wife Lily, uh, uh, Kiyoshi's wife Lily, sang a lot of the the back background. So uh, Matt was very effusive in in uh, making sure that they were praised for the work that they did. You know, at, not only out in Long Island, but then he came back and recorded uh, things in other uh, studios. But um, yeah, I, I absolutely love that song. I love the 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 arrangement of it. I love the rhythm. I like how it just kicks in and goes for it. Uh, it reminds me, and we've talked about this a million times before, and I know your quote is, he's your favorite New York songwriter. And it's so true because it's very reminiscent of Paul Simon or Billy Joel in the way he can use dynamics in a song and phrasing in a song. It's just a, it's a beautiful song. And, and this record is chock full of really, really dense work, people. So please, uh, as uh, my co-host said, go out and find Matt's website, Order the record. Get it on vinyl. If you don't have a turntable, just get it. It's so great. Support an excellent artist because he is. Yeah, he really is. He's really got something pretty powerful going on. He's just a 
I don't know what the word for it is just he's a great writer, a great composer too. Like a singer on in every level, he's got the musical part of it down, the the lyrical part of it, the vocal part, the guitar playing. It's it, it's just his composition and his performance are just just superb. Really? You know, um it's I, so true. You know, it's a and it's not a bad song on this record. I mean, I always say that a lot for a record, but it, but I mean it when I say that. I I there's there are certain records where I'll say most of it is great. And we've said this about Rod Stewart records and whatever we're playing on this podcast. But, but this record really is a, an excellent – I call it a generational statement for him. And he comments about social media on here, relationships in the 21st century, all the different things that are, that are affecting this generation. And he puts them in these songs in such – like I said, there's a depth to them. I can't say enough about it. I love the record. I'm really excited about talking about this next band because I have been – Dying to hear some more music from this guy for years now. About three or four years ago, the Outlaw Roadshow decided to do shows in Nashville as well. Uh, And the first time we did them, uh, it was a spectacular success. And we had this band called American Hotel that they had two or three lead singers. They blew my mind. We played one of their songs. We played their song Dizzy Bird at one Flight of the Dizzy Bird at one point. I have never... And then they sort of like, I never heard anything else from them. And I was wondering what was going on with them. So I wrote to the, the, their singer and I think the main writer in the band, Jesse Hall, when we started Underwater Sunshine to say, what are you doing? What's going on with you? What, is American Hotel, what's going on with American Hotel? What are you doing? What, is there more music coming? What's happening? You know, and you know, I didn't hear from him for a while, and he wrote me back a little while later and said, "I'm sorry, I, I just I forgot to respond to you." And uh, American Hotel kind of split up. I left Nashville and moved back to Pittsburgh, and I got back together with a band that I had had there years before. But I'm really excited about it. We're making a record right now, and uh, we're hoping to have it done in the spring. You know, is there a spot for us on the festival? And I just called my, our partners up and said, look, I got nothing. <laughs> I mean, there, I've got no history by these guys. Uh, he sent me a couple songs that are, they're not demos. They're roughs from the recording. Yeah. Uh, but I love this guy. I love his fucking music. His band that played American Hotel blew my mind. And I have a feeling from the roughs he sent me that they could be, spectacular at our show so how do you guys feel about adding them even though you know there's there's nothing on youtube there's no there's nothing out there except for these two these two roughs i've got and on this podcast apparently. and uh and this is a while ago and and he's and they said you know when they heard them they were like oh yeah let's do this let's have this band play so the band is now it's called bear cub there is a record they made I just got, but I haven't heard it yet. I found that they did back in 2012. And Jesse says he's sending me some more stuff. He sent me one more song last night that I think is really cool. I'm going to play all of them for you today. I am so excited about this band. He's got this McCartney-ish flair to him in his melodies mm. and this Beatle thing going on in his harmonies. Um, <clears throat> these don't sound anything like that. But his voice has this rough edge quality to it as well where it just falls apart while he's singing. I... I'm going to start off with, this is a song, the first one he sent me when he said, you guys don't have any room for us. He sent me this one song called Who You Do It For. So this is uh, my friend Jesse Hall's new band. 
slash old band <laughs> uh, Bear Cub from cool. Pittsburgh. World premiere. And they're playing at uh, Underwater Sunshine Festival. And I cannot wait to see them play. Uh, so let's start off with this song. This is called Who You Do It For, Bear Cub. We all flew in, but something wasn't right He told her he loved her each and every night But it wasn't enough to keep her by his side Tell me what you're doing, who you're doing it for It's not me anymore, it's not me anymore Tell me what you're doing, who you're doing it for It's not me anymore, it's not me anymore demo well it's like i said it's a rough it's not a demo it's like a rough it's what they're recording for the record it's just not mixed or mastered, mastered. or anything okay it's, it's yeah, still rough. it sounds so great yeah i mean that's what i mean yeah i mean <laughs> like, it was there was one part in there where adam and i just looked at each other and started laughing because it's just so it remi- yes absolutely mccartney is in there and not we're not saying this in any way that you're uh at all derivative uh but 
you guys got it going on as far as like that recording, that sound again, that early 70s, you know, Red Rose Speedway, Big Barn Bed or High, High, High or, you know, Helen Wheels. But it, this the, that rock and roll slash pop feel. And I love that subtle harmonies going on there. Yeah, no. He's you know what I'm talking about? That really subtle harmony is not over your top, but it's right there. It really adds to it. Yeah, he's got a great sense of harmony. And mel- his melodies are killer. Is he singing with himself there? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. He's definitely the left lead. I recognize his voice. I would recognize it anywhere. It's, isn't yeah. that a fantastic song or what? A though? great I mean, song. How many guys yeah. are in that band? Uh, I think four. I'm uh, not this sure. is going to be so much fun. I think like I said, our, in, our information on this is wildly <laughs> limited. I mean, <laughs> we don't know what the like. It's becoming a myth. I mean, all I know is uh, Jesse Hall, but um, yeah, it's killer. It's great. This, it, then he, so much fun. When I first asked him for another song because I wanted to be able to send something other than one song to the rest of the the partners to talk him into like having this band that no one has ever heard of because right. they've never, you know. Uh, he sent me one more, and he's like, "I'm so embarrassed to send you this song. I just have to tell you up front, we name checked you, and kind of and." I'm sorry, it's totally embarrassing, and I just hey man, you got don't the judge it for ready. that. He goes, he goes, don't <laughs> judge it for that. I'm like, all right, I don't know what he's talking about, and you'll hear it. It's the end of the first chorus, and uh, this song is called Mexico from the <laughs> album that does not exist yet, but will. They promised me by the time they come to play the festival, they will have the record and people can get it. Let me ask you this: Who's writing the bio on the website? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Katie. And I told her. Katie, she's like, luck. I called her the other day. I'm like, Have you? Are you ready to write Bear Cub coming up in a few weeks? She goes, Yeah, I, I love that song. Songs. I'm like, She goes, I'm just gonna. I'll do some research. And I'm like, There is no research. You have <laughs> yeah. to call Jesse. There's nothing online about them. You'll have to call Jesse. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, shit! And she's like, I'm. Thank God you told me. I would have been totally unprepared to do this. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, this is uh, this is Mexico by Go Bear Cub. Him, I. I I love this song. It's just, well, you'll see. Picking up a friend on Christmas Day From an airport he has landed but he cannot stay He's a visitor in our hometown now Sisters getting married, so he came with a suit and a bottle of tequila for the bride and the groom. But by noon, was speaking Spanish, singing, playing fast and loose. The next thing I know, we're in Mexico, claiming barrio. Chasing fear with bourbon in a fight with my lungs Oh, smoke them if you got them till your throat just gives up And we're screaming hallelujah in this ancient town now Until a man I never met claims I'm in his seat And he'll let me keep my life if I buy him a drink Broken nose in good old Mexico. The 
I got a million things to say about that. First of all, it's got the kind of humor that that Harry Nielsen, uh, certainly John Lennon, especially earlier, uh, that tongue-in-cheek kind of thing going on. There's a song on Billion Dollar Baby's Alice Cooper called Raped in Freezing about a guy who goes down to Mexico and crazy shit happens to him. Uh, It reminds me of that, you know, and I love all the different references to it, to being injured in a hospital and this and that. And... um, and I, and I do like the meta, meta, meta concept of him singing Mr. Jones, a song about a guy wanting to be famous. And now he's in Mexico, got a bunch of guys who's singing that song. And, around and, a campfire. Around in a Mexico campfire. Mexico or something. Yeah. Man, drunk as fuck. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I, 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 love, I just love the uh, – I love that that, 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 that with the yeah. whistling in the background. Yeah, the banjo. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 the textures rubbing against each other at that moment remind me very much of, you know, Uncle Albert – yeah, Admiral Hall, you know, just like Beatles stuff without actually an, an orchestra there, but they've got the da-da's against the whistling, which sounds like a woodwind. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. It, it's very clever the way they've done it and the way they have the melodies cascading over each other in there. It's so much so, yeah. Like, uh, like uh, what's that, that, that Beatles song that was never released? Uh, uh, what's your, look up your name. What's your number? Look up the name. Where they all oh, do yeah. the different voices and everything. It was like the B-side of something. It's It's got – there's a playful – British in many ways uh, stylings to these to these songs and and um, I like this, the storytelling has Ken's up I love that too yeah it's really cool uh, he's got a, he figures out a lot of ways to get his like wealth of melody into the song you know uh, are these guys Nash- all Nashville guys or well, I guess uh, we don't know no anything. I think they're Pittsburgh guys oh Pittsburgh. He, had, he was in this band before he moved to Nashville oh, okay and he went back to Pittsburgh to get to go back with this band, I guess, and uh, uh, hence the reference to East Coast. Yeah, and the city made of steel, which I assume uh, is Pittsburgh. Yes. Yeah, it's really, yeah, it's cool. I, I, I think they are. I cannot wait to hear this whole record and what it's like, especially because the the next song I want to play, the last one we got here by them, is called Browdigan's Ghost, and it's a little more of an epic song. Uh, so. Yeah, it just it. I've only heard this once because he sent it to me last night when I was asking if we could play the other ones, and he's like, "Yeah, you can play them." This but, is uh, so cool, man. Um, he sent me this one more song, and it's it's. I won't say different. It's got a lot in common with these, but it's a lot more darker and an epic, almost blood on the tracks ish sort of story. Let me just play it. This is Browdigan's Ghost. Uh, is it pronounced Broadigan or Browdigan? Me. Richard Don't Brodigan. ask me. Uh, 
All right, well, you're a writer. He's a writer. I'm terrible at pronouncing these names, That's though. true. Pronunciation Apparently. is not your thing. No. I'll look it up while we're playing this song. <laughs> this is Bear Cub again. One more song by Bear Cub. All we've got, uh, Brodigan's Ghost. I, I remember her in a life she deserves a lovely thing that couldn't stay she's gone away she remembers me from time to time I believe Curtains down Mystery It's over now
Holy shit. That's your turn. Good. I mean, <laughs> oh, really, I mean, not it, not only is it like quite an epic narrative story, but it's also it takes you so many places musically too, and it takes its sweet time building to its moments and then having them and then uh, it's it's very powerful. What's he singing there at the end? That I don't know. That is so cool. We don't well, have anything. Apart, apart from everything else, I don't have. I don't have a lyric sheet. We have nothing. We, we have a podcast about a band we're not really sure of. What's going to happen or where the? No, I'm serious, man. This is a, even that song sounds like a mystery. Well, we did find out that it's, it's Brodigan, right? That's how he's. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Brodigan. Yeah, who uh, wrote uh, Trout Fishing in America, which is the only book of his I read. But he was considered very trippy and psychedelic. And the Beatles were fans of of him, apparently. What a song, though. I mean, like, these are all so good. I cannot wait to hear this record. I'm telling you, man, Bear Cub, I cannot wait to see them at the show. And I also cannot wait to hear the record. It's going to be a really cool uh, oh, shit. Underwater Sunshine Festival this time. I'm glad we got to play you. You know, we're really, I, I think, want to work on, I, I had a list of stuff I wanted to play over the next few weeks. By and I, we, we, There's no way to get to all of it today. Um, people that we, uh, you know, want to play. I really want to get in depth on some Maria Taylor and the, the band Wildermaker, the Brooklyn band Wildermaker that's coming. And I'm so excited about Jordan Klassen, who's coming down from Canada to play. Uh, but I'm glad today we got to do Fort Francis and uh, and Bear Cub, as well as getting Matt's new record in and uh, Sunflower Bean, which we began with. Uh, Matt Susich and Sunflower Bean are not playing. Fort Francis and Bear Cub are I, like I said, I think next week we'll probably play uh, some more stuff from some Underwater Sunshine bands that we haven't gotten to yet. I'm really, Some of these bands I'm really excited about. But this last thing is exactly why this show is so much fun. And it's a treat for people listening. I don't mean to speak for any of you out there. But, I mean, to listen to music that is not even out yet by a band that's just kind of forming based on the, the past of another band that's going to play the festival and... Just learn, hearing these songs is is a real treat. It's like getting behind in a studio behind the door or something. I, God, I used to have a T-shirt that said, "I'm so cool." I listen to bands that don't even exist yet, <laughs> <laughs> and I just realized uh, that's it. <laughs> it just sort of came through here. We're so cool. We play songs by shirt? records that don't even exist yet. <laughs> yes. um, we've now we've, yeah. we've imploded on ourselves. We've just become that's, now that's meta. Becoming your own T-shirt. <laughs> Um, yes. Uh, next week we will play songs that haven't even been thought of by bands that haven't been born. Songs in the key of why not? Uh, <laughs> great show, man. Thank yeah, you, you guys should all have a great week. Uh, <clears throat> very excited to come back to you with more stuff from Underwater Sunshine. We're weeks away, weeks away from the show. August, uh, April fifth and oh yeah, 6th. about a month away. That's right. It's coming up very soon, people. April fifth and sixth, Bowery Electric, New York City. Come hang out with us. It is going to be a blast. This has been the Outlaw Roadshow. I'm Adam. It has not been the Outlaw Roadshow. Damn it. This has been Underwater Sunshine, the podcast. I am, however, still Adam. And I'm still James, and I have to say, peace. Late.